Hey, all you nerdy guys, gals, and non-binary pals. <laughs> this is your favorite podcast, Two Nerds and a Novice. I'm Kate. I'm Ken. And I'm Kels the Novice. We are also joined by our friend, Taylor, the Sound Salmon. The Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be different every time. <laughs> different word every, every time. time. Every time. Why not? Well, uh, today we are t- going to be talking about Captain America, um, The First Avenger. It's our first movie that we decided to do on our rewatch. Um, it's the first in chronological order. Yeah. That was our choosing. In the MCU. Yeah, Let's in the MCU. That, uh, that, was our, that, was our, that was how we made our decision. We're doing chronological here, guys. We got it. So, um, Captain America, The First Avenger came out in 2011. Um, at the time by Paramount, but now it's Disney. Um... But yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Um, this is your spoiler warning. Yes. Uh, For here on out. Ten years is enough time. You got this. We got this. <laughs> so let's be clear. It's spoiler warning for potentially everything in the MCU. So just probably anything. Like if you think you haven't, if you haven't seen it and you're listening to something that's titled that. Just turn it off now. Or turn if you want to know, we're not going to give you a synopsis, synopsis, but we're, we're going to have... Um, some some information. A there lot will of be there will be lots of good information that you'll uh, be spoiled. It's it's a spoiler. Yeah. We're just gonna say you're that. welcome. You're welcome. So anyway, let's get into this. Um, so Kels, we know that yours your first time watching it was like last month. Yes. Um, so Ken, why don't we talk about our first time watching it? So yeah, 2011. You were a junior in, in high, high school. school. Yeah. Um, I, I was in middle school fun times um and we had we'd seen you know we, we didn't see this in theaters no we, we were at home in a dvd yes i think a, came from one of our friends i, I believe so yeah um doing because it, it was either our friend or red box you know good old red box one or the other when that was fun um and we double featured this with thor so yes back to back yeah you know no small feet two goodies Two goodies. Two good. Two, two oldies, but a goodie. Two oldies, but two goodies. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we watched that, and we we had already seen Iron Man and Iron Man Two and Iron Man Two because and the Hulk, Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Listen, at this point, I didn't even know anything about these characters. Yeah. No, yeah. Or any of the Marvel comics, so had no interest at the time. So yeah, we uh, we watched this, and mm-hmm. it was it was a week, couple weeks after it came off of the. DVD. It, yeah, it was like it was. It, it had just gone out of theaters when we uh, decided to watch this one. Um, yeah, in preparation for the Avengers, because that was our. We yeah. could not go see it until we nah. watched these two. No, no way. Um, but yeah, and we we had a good little good little day. Good little day spent with spent with Thor. The two good Chris's. Not two gonna good, lie. good Chris's. Not gonna lie. Fell asleep at the end of this movie. I did. Okay. First time I watched it. Hey. Not not since then, but I I will go ahead and let you guys know if, if sleeping's gonna be a problem. This we are rewatching the movies as we talk about them. So we all rewatched the first Avenger prior to recording this. And uh, a lot of these rewatches might be the first time I've seen the full movie in concession. Like I've seen snippets of a lot of them. Not a lot of them. About you 45 minutes you, here, 12 minutes You see minutes the important there. parts. Yeah. And they come, not a lot of them. Yeah. It's maybe like three of them that I've seen like every bit. Not all together. Right. 
So those are the ones we went and saw in theaters together. Right. I'd be I'd be falling asleep. <laughs> you do be you do be falling asleep though. So you know, fair warning. This might also be the first full rewatch for me as well. Right. And some information you might have missed. Yeah, it's the some first stuff. Time around, well, so. I've seen them all at this point. If right. I missed the information, it's been told again. Correct. Yeah, you've gotten the information one good thing one about Marvel. Way or, one way or the other. <laughs> uh, see, that was not an issue for me. I had not seen any of the Marvel movies until about a month ago. No spoilers. Didn't care anything about else about it. Had no information. I mean, like, I loved watching these with you this because you would put new. together information that people had told you. Be like, oh, right. that's what they meant. Right. Like, but I had yeah. no, when they told me certain things, like, I was like, that doesn't, I don't know what that means and I don't really care. So, this is brand new. This is brand new information. Uh, but now it all makes sense because I've seen all of them. Now I'm going to rewatch them again. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Let's, so, yeah. Let's dive Let's dive into let's let's start this movie. So first Avenger, the first Avenger. Uh, I'll go ahead and say, Cap, favorite, absolute favorite. Wrong. Yeah, wrong. You can say that, but you're entitled to that wrong opinion. That's fine, and that's okay. I love Cap. Wrong. Chris Evans also love him. Love him. Chris, that's that's (laughs) understandable. Yes, I do. Nothing wrong with with Chris. Chris (laughs) Uh, No, but yeah, Captain America, probably my favorite favorite marvel character um and that's so, saying something it is no, like not. watching you no watching her watch the movies to have captain america be her favorite is no, saying it's not. you want to know why it's not it was the era you it were was the era. Era. Oh, it's the yeah. era so let's let's actually and start even, and, and, and sound sound salmon over here said the same thing when the we're sandman the sandman said the same thing when we were watching it because um, he also rewatched these with us um, so let's like, like start there because this one chronologically it starts in 1940 1941 1941 yeah. Like, yeah no you weren't <laughs> but it started like right right next to Steve I mean chronologically I remember it <laughs> very vividly it's it starts in World War Two mm-hmm. where they're um, we got Small Steve which I'm, I've always called small him Small Steve Small he Steve was, he was a wee 90 pounds 90 pounds 90 asthmatic pounds. He, and he listen he had a plethora he had a, of diseases many many health issues he uh, let's see tried asthma. to enlist so many times and they they put him in the 4F category let's see I have a list while we were watching I like zoomed in on it I did the same. So and it's like asthma, uh, scarlet fever, rheumatic fever, chronic so- cough, chronic cold, hypertension, palpitations, parent slash sibling with diabetes. Well, and his mom worked in a tuberculosis ward. Yeah. Uh, so he had very close tuberculosis contact. Um, and there was also, I don't know if you saw that with the family history of diabetes, there was also cancer on that list. Yeah, and strokes. Yeah. It was... So There's, he has a plethora of... Uh, the odds were stacked against poor little Steve. Plenty reason pounds. to not have him go into the 90, army. But that's all he wanted to do. His I dad, his dad um, was in the 107th, and he was like, that's all I want to do. I want to be in the army like my dad. Yeah. And, you know, you got to have goals. you got to do it. And even if you're, the odds are stacked... You gotta have that goal. You gotta have a goal and a vision. Right. You need to try. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing that. Not yet. But uh, yeah. Sure. So, lots going on with Steve, and when he's trying to. I enlist. know the first question that you asked me when we were watching it the first time you got. I don't remember this. So I'm excited. Okay. To hear so what you, it is. you looked at me and she goes, "That's that's not." Chris Evans and I said yeah that's Chris Evans and she goes that's not Chris Evans I've seen Chris Evans that's not Chris Evans and I said Kels that's that's Chris Evans yeah 
like 100% Chris Evans with CGI, but still. Right. Yeah, that and f- even Sandman over here said the same thing. He said, who's... Sandman. He said, whose body is that? <laughs> yeah, he said, uh, this has to be a body double. This has yeah, to. He was like, like, who's, who's he was like it's, his, it's his face. So I actually have... somebody else's body. I have facts about that. Um, so the shots... And this is all from... <laughs> kissassfacts.com um, but it says the also shots a pun. it is we'll get there later uh, the shots are done by an LA company called Lola it, which specializes in plastic sur- or digital plastic surgery um, so they shrunk all of Chris Evans dimensions and in each shot he had to shoot it at least four times one that was like a normal scene one with fellow actors uh, once alone in front of a green, green screen again with everybody abs- or everybody but him um and then they would, wait, wait, yeah. And then, yeah, they would reinsert his body into this scene, shrunk down on the green that screen. That is so strange to me. Every I scene do, like that. I do remember when he first came up on the screen, all the 90 pounds of him. I was like, who, who is that man? This boy. <laughs> who is that? Yeah, it's, it's crazy work that they put into these films that kind of add to like especially in 2011 when we were getting really nice movies good yeah. movies iron man iron man 2 those are great movies but we'd really never seen such intense Plastic body surgery body modification digitally. <laughs> yeah digital body modification up to that point for sure it was it was intense uh yeah i will say that but all that being said mr 90 pounds he he was he was persistent he wanted to get into the army he Even if he was doing it illegally. He, yeah, he would change his, you know, state of residence to try to get into another, you know, recruitment station to try to, you know... See if they'd let him do it. Pull the wool over their eyes. Right. Uh, he had no chance, really. No chance. No. It was it was not looking good, and he has, you know, um, of course, he's... He's from Brooklyn. That's mm-hmm. established, mm-hmm. and early on, he's a he's a New Yorker, truly a New Yorker. Him and his best friend, him Bucky and his Barnes. best friend Bucky oh, Barnes. Oh, Bucky, James James Barnes, um, and I think that probably had a lot to do with like him wanting to get into it too, is because Bucky already had his orders, and they had been friends since like they were little, little. right? And Littler than ninety pounds, and and there <laughs> and you can tell there was a scene uh, where he was just trying to watch a movie, and this man in the theater didn't want to hear the commercial about trying to enlist in the army and it made it made steve a little mad made steve a little mad and that's when you can tell he's a real he's got patriotism in him he didn't want to i'm sorry i gagged a little bit that's fine (laughs) but you can tell he has some heart and he's like don't you dare like you're being rude so they go out back man starts to beat him up and then bucky comes in and saves the day obviously and that's where bucky told him that he got his orders to go to england and I don't know and if that, you caught it, but he said he was in the 107th. I mean, that's kind of a big part of it, Kelsey. It is, I know. But that's the same regiment that his dad was in. Yeah. So I didn't catch that the first Not time Not Bucky's dad. Not uh, Bucky's dad. Steve's dad. Steve's dad. Uh, but yeah, so Bucky, you know, tells him, you know, stay alive. That's yeah. all you got to do. Stop do. trying to join the army, dude. We're good. They yeah. got guys like me. I'm Bucky effing Barnes. Bucky Barnes. <laughs> so... It just made him real sad, because he wanted to join with his buddy, you know? And I get that. I don't. Okay. 
but I, w- I would not join the army if that's, my friends are doing it. That's fine. Would you jump that's off fine. a bridge? Exactly. <laughs> but I but can the thing understand. Is, this was a bridge he was already planning on jumping off of. But he, right. Somebody he, just won't let him. Right. There are people who have those aspirations, and good for him. So anyway, as um, they're going, and Bucky had just got his, um, his orders, orders, they went to the carnival, mm-hmm. um, and that's where we meet uh, Mr. Howard Stark. Mr. Howard Stark, he is showcasing a new... Not the, not the carnival, it's the world. Was it a world fair? It was a world fair. Oh, it was a world fair. It looked like a carnival. Howard Stark that too. <laughs> showcasing a new vehicle that didn't even have to touch the ground. Yeah. Got those aerodynamics, if you will. Yeah. And did anyone else notice that the repulsors on that, which they're not called repulsors, I think they're called something else with an R, but they look like Tony's repul- repulsors from Iron Man. Didn't notice that. Could be, could be. Same tech. Could be. Well, similar tech. Yeah. Similar tech 60 years down the road. Same tech. Nishin who put them together. Right. Bloodline-wise. DNA. Right. <laughs> um, so here is also where, again, Steve gets a slap in the face because there's a whole military exhibit, and he's not even tall enough to see himself. In the uniform. In the uniform. Ah. Um, so this is where the first time that we pass... Uh, Stanley Tucci, if you will, uh, Abraham Erskine. Erskine, yep. Um, so A German. Bucky kind of confronts Steve at this point and is like, "Are you gonna say you're from Ohio now? Like, like what are you gonna do?" Yeah. So he goes. They they they, they knew one more again. Well, I'm, gonna they, try, they, I'm gonna give him my one last try. One more again. One They've been try. knowing. And so when he's in, you know, the room where they do the physical and everything, there's a sign on the wall that says falsifying your enlistment records is illegal. And then the tech drags him and says, just stay here. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and then I've in, been found out. And then in walks the military police. He's like, ah, oh, <laughs> he's they putting his boots me. on. He's like, I'm done. But right behind the military police, another van, Mr. Erskine. The Tooch Master. The Tooch. Uh, so he introduces himself um, as a representative from the Strategic Scientific Reserve. Yep. Um... And explains Project Rebirth and everything. Uh, explains to, it to, to Steve. The, Very He's loosely. like, we have an idea. Yeah. Uh, big army. Yeah. You <laughs> sign up, yes. Big, like, basically, this is Big what, army. <laughs> big army, you, yes. Um, he's like, that's all I want to do. Yeah, sign me up. He's like, all I right. don't care even. I'll be in it. and no, I'm, I'm going to do it. So it was very, it was, yeah, so while he did explain it, he didn't explain he it. He didn't explain it until... We get deeper. Into Would it. this he, pass as a scientific trial? No. Did not give all the information going into it. Absolutely But not. it was the 40s, so that wasn't it really was, in effect yet. Right. Um, so. Dude was just trying to get to war. He was just <laughs> trying to get in the army. He's like, this is all I want. Um, so basically, they put him in this thing. And. I don't even know what it looks like to be honest. Oh no, that honey, where where you, you jumped you way far? We gotta get to. We boot missed. Camp. There's book. Oh, there's, there's boot my camp. favorite scene in almost any of I the did, Marvel. I did. I wrote it down. But see, you jumped. I have you jumped. I have jumped. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. So he goes to boot camp to, and he's the smallest of the boot camp, and the people, the army people, Tommy Lee Jones does not want him to be there. Correct. You sent me a ninety-pound asthmatic. Literally. But that 90-pound asthmatic is the first one to jump on a grenade to save, save the other people. The so. grenade scene is literally my favorite scene in this movie. It's my favorite scene if, in this movie, if, for sure. If you're not sure, uh, they're like, a soldier is, you know, Stanley Tucci's de- he's he's there, defending. He's there watching. He's defending uh, the choice of Steve, a 90-pound asthmatic. And uh, 
Tommy Lee is like, well, Soldier has to have more than that. He's still skinny and he doesn't have anything. You know, you got to have heart. You right. gotta have that. You gotta have that extra something to give you there. Well, that's what, right. yeah, Tucci's saying. Well, yeah, yeah. and and, then, and their information working yeah. out. Peaking so or something. Tommy Lee's like fine. Pulls, pulls the pin out. Pulls of the, the grenade, pin out of a grenade. Tosses out. it at him, and everybody else jumps out of the way. And, and guess what Steve Rogers does? Steve jumps right on top of it and says, "Go, go, go, get out of here." And Risks we also his life. Br- breezed by my homegirl. Peggy, Peggy Carter. Carter. Peggy Carter. Yes. Peggy Carter is also watching all of this go down. Mr. Sandman likes Peggy Carter. Who doesn't like Peggy She's Carter? She's great. I She's loved her. Strong, Haley independent Atwood. woman that I need no man. She took that man down. No questions asked. Absolutely. Uh, so she's watching this all unfold, and she's like, "Yep, he's the one." Yeah, and because she's also part of this um, long phrase in that this you... the the Project Rebirth, the Strategic Scientific yep. Reserve. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Peggy knows all of this, and yeah. she's like, "Steve's the one." Well, also, I, I really like the scene that they had together, like right before this, right before they went to um, training camp. They like her and Steve had a scene together where they were just talking about like how he was just trying his hardest and doing what he could do and like all of this good stuff um basically just wanting to make sure that he was doing the best he could where most of the other guys at this army place have been like dogging on her and like getting all on her because she's a woman and he's like showing her respect and like being like ma'am and all that other stuff to her and respect the drip respect Respect the drip karen right uh but yeah so they see all of this and, and like we got our guy. It's obvious it. that he's the one. You know, Steve Rogers. Well, is, he is small. He small. is mighty. He is mighty one. Small uh, Rogers. But guess what? This project rebirth gonna fix that. Swole Rogers. Well, they hope. They hope so. They're like fingers crossed, They're man. Like, Gosh, man, we put a lot into this. So yeah. Works. So they uh, they basically say, hey, Steve, we want to make you better. And he's like, absolutely. Let's go. Absolutely, positively. <laughs> right. Um. And so they're like, you sure? And he's like, sure, I don't care. He's like, whatever you And they're like, we're going to stick you with a bunch of needles. And he was like, maybe. Um, (laughs) I love the joke where it's like they stick him with a penicillin. He's like, that was not so bad. bad. That was just penicillin. penicillin. He's like, ooh. Yeah, he's like, that wasn't awful. So mind you, as they're getting ready to do all this, Howard Stark is also in on this project rebirth thing well yeah because right? he does all of the like tech stuff he right. comes up with like the reactor and things that right. like are set to make all this go really right so um back back into the room where it happened put him in the put him in a little contraption thing there's a bunch of people watching because that's it's you know yeah. it's like a medical and, and peggy wants to stay in there it's like medical students right watching they're like just watching through the gallery I'll and have to learn this do this later well it's more like government people I wanting know. to see yeah. like the way the they army. were the way they were watching was like medical students watching a surgery yeah yeah, yeah. Like, we're gonna have to do this later but uh, see but peggy wanted to be in there with steve and mr erskine was like you might want to go up there because they don't know what's about to happen no this is the this first, is the first time, time they tried well this is the first time they've tested it here this is the first time they've ever tried this Correct. With all of the appropriate materials. Right. Correct. Yeah. Right. We'll get so, there. So she goes up, reluctantly, but she does, um, with a whole bunch, a slew of other people. Um, and we're introduced to a, uh, a Mr. Clemson, and we don't know who he is at this point. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I forgot about that guy. He's like, yeah, it's Clem. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, Dr. Clemson, or Mr. Clemson, whatever he says his name is. Right. Not giving it a second thought, because we don't know. So, they start... You know, their trial. 
and put Steve in there. Give them penicillin, like you said. Uh, and then start to put the serum in the machine. I don't know what else to call it. A machine? It's a, it's a incubator type thing. thing. Yeah. It's a real strange looking thing. It looks like what they put people in whenever they're like getting tanned. Oh, like those yeah. uh, sweat boxes yeah, yeah, where yeah, you like, yeah. lose all that weight. Yeah. Right. Uh, it does look like one of those. But they start putting it all in there and, and they close the door. And he's like, should have went to the bathroom first. He it's should've. okay, you can go in there. <laughs> he should have. He probably did. I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> all this was going on. Won't matter uh, later. So uh, there's a, a quote here that um, Mr. Erskine is telling everybody that's watching up in the gallery. The serum amplifies everything that is inside. So good becomes great, bad becomes worse. This is why you were chosen. Because the strong man who has known the power all his life may lose respect for that power. But a weak man knows the value of strength and knows compassion. So that's why they knew. Which, it's very telling of, like, Steve's character in general. That, like, you knew that before they had to say it. Right. You were like, this guy's good. Yeah, like he's he, the one. Whatever they are going to do that it makes him better, which he was, like, super on board for, he's not going to, like, abuse that. Right. Because he was like, yeah, I want to help my country. That's the whole thing. Like, exactly. he, he's whatever, like, I'm whatever a soldier. It takes. Yeah. So, with this super soldier serum, uh, they're also introducing Vita radiation. Um, yes, which is, so... In the Hulk, which we haven't seen yet. Correct. Um, but that's actually the kind of... Because they're trying to recreate the serum. Correct. So it has to be those certain things. And there's, like, a reason why it only works on Steve. Right. It doesn't really work on anyone else. Right. So they go through with it. And it gets to the point where Steve is just screaming. In pain. In pain. Peggy's telling him to stop. She comes down out of the gallery and she's like, just, just stop. And Steve's like, no. Keep going. So they do. And then out comes the chiseled man himself. Lickable. <laughs> Steve Rogers. Swole Rogers. Swole Rogers is what he is. Uh, and glistening. As, as out, he, was, he was glistening, man. As all these people are coming down from the gallery, we see none other than himself, Mr. Clem. We're going to call him Clem. Drop something or leave something purposely in a seat gets down to where the experiment was taking place, pushes a button. It explodes. Everyone gets down. Mr. Erskine stands up, and guess what? Pop, pop. Dies. Erskine does. Yes. Erskine dies. <laughs> you just said pop, pop, dies. <laughs> pop, yeah, pop, dies. Know, there's so many people in the scene. There's, there's a, a lot bunch of people. of people, and just pop, pop, dies. Pop, yeah, pop, pop, dies. Pop. No, um, Erskine dies. So, of course, Peggy, because she's great runs after agent carter agent carter runs after clem because he you know is now a oh man I he's got well he's got a serum he grabbed one of those well yeah he did grab the serum okay. he grabbed the last one the, the only one the only left. one they had left um because should we get into this now no, no we'll, we'll get, get to it later because, he says it because later. we don't know at this point i mean yeah no you can deduce this we is didn't not confusing know. at all <laughs> Should we? No. No, we'll get to Later, that. but no. <laughs> so, Steve, the caring man that he is, runs to Mr. Erskine's side and is there for him, but he dies. So. Then we got ourselves a good old-fashioned car chase. We did get a car Well, Peggy is not a car chase first because Peggy's running after him. Good old-fashioned foot chase. Pew-pew-in over here at Mr. Clem. Well, I still like the... um. 
uh, antique lady who like pulled out her big old she shotgun. She did. It was a big old Tommy gun. Yeah. Grandma had. Yeah. Grandma had a Tommy gun. She did. Grandma's got a gun. <laughs> Literally. So the chase ensues. Foot chase into a car chase uh, between Clem and Steve Rogers, who has all these newfound strengths. And he's discovering these as he goes along. Yeah, this is new. He's brand a, new information. A, yeah, this is all brand new brand, to him. Brand new information. Um, so Clem gets into a submarine. And Steve chases after him. Uh, there is a, a fight there. Pulls him out of the water. Clem says, Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. One head. Cut off one head and two yeah. will appear. Right. Hail and Hydra. And Hail then Hydra. takes his, one of his teeth chompy, chompy. and chomps it. Has poison in it. He dies. Clem, that is. Right. And then Steve is standing over him, confused as all heck. Uh, as are we. So, this... Leads into well, Tommy Steve, Lee Jones right. says that, like, hey, you're not ready, we don't yeah, have anything. This leads else. into Steve going back, being like, hey, what the heck was that? Yeah, right. and and you like, and then so they decide to come up with this plan for him to be just like a motivational tool that they use yeah, a lot they need more. Them bonds. Selling war bonds, yeah. get those war bonds, bonds make so bullets all, make he boom, put, go gun. He, he put, <laughs> was that what he said? <laughs> he said, he said, put your money in the best bullet of the best guy's gun. Okay. Yeah. 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 Who's so the basically, best guy? so basically, fund the military so we Steve. can shoot some stuff. Right. Yeah. So and we've got goes, this really good-looking guy in a funny little costume. Right. With so all these nice-looking girls going around the country, just literally touring everywhere. Touring the country everywhere, and then bonds. and then they end up going back overseas to where our troops are to try to like inspire them. You know how like uh, musicians will do sometimes. They're like, hey, I'm here to sing a song. Except right. they absolutely they hate him. him. Yes, they, they hated. hated him. Um, but as this is all going on, they figure out that one of their um, battalions. battalions had uh, either gone missing or were killed in action. And uh, a shock of all shocks, it's the 107th. Right. Bum, bum, bum. The one that Bucky's in. So now Steve is just torn apart. Because he knows that he can do something, but he's told that he can't. Right. So he goes rogue. Yeah. Um, so basically... Takes down an entire facility alone. Yeah. And recovers so many 400 people. men. So many people. Yeah. Nearly 400. He frees um, almost all of like that battalion, the ones who didn't die, because like there were people getting shot yeah, left and of right. Course, in that of, scene. Course, of course. I mean, these these soldiers were finding materials like big guns and big things that they were like, "Hey, I don't know what this does," and then but it let's blew try stuff it out. Up. Yeah. So I'm sure they, uh, you know, there was some there were some issues, which but... I guess is somewhere we could talk about that. So Hydra, for anyone who's not paying attention Hydra's is the behind, bad guys behind all of this so they work for germany at this point not germany the, the bad the guys bad people in germany, germany in the 1940s yeah so do with that do. information what you will they're doing like um uh experiments on not something they had gone and they had gone to go look for this this ancient artifact at the beginning of the movie that was blue and shiny and they found it in a odin's wall. temple and odin's called, temple it was the tesseract the Tesseract. Is Good job, Soundman Taylor. The the, t the Tesseract was the jewel of Odin's treasure room. There you go. And treasure no room. one's familiar with who Odin is. Odin is like the Zeus of Nor 
Norwegian Norse, uh, Norse, Norse mythology. mythology. Yeah, we'll, like we'll get into Odin, God. and we'll get into Odin we'll get for into sure. Odin. Yeah, so this is, the Tesseract's a big deal. It's yes. a it's a big deal. So, so all there are these guys find like this is what Hydra is basically experimenting with. And there's two main guys. There's uh, I forgot his first name, but Schmidt. Yes, uh, it was Johan, and then Doctor Zola. Johan Schmidt, and then Doctor Zola. Zola, and they're Winston. they're the ones in charge of all of the like experiments and what they're doing. And actually, this is when we find out that they've been doing experiments, like, um, like Abraham Stanley Tucci was. was. Yeah, they're doing ex- oh, the Tucci. They're doing experiments on American soldiers that they've captured. Correct. So they're just doing bum, bum, bum. not great work. And this is also in this facility is where we first meet. Our arch nemesis, Red Skull. Red oh, Skull, yeah. who is Schmidt. 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 Yeah. So this is where he reveals himself to be Red Skull, as he was the original uh, test, subject. test subject for um, these experiments. And he's he's upset at the fact uh, that Captain America, who we have now dubbed Steve Rogers as, um, was even experimented on in the first place because he wanted all of. He wanted power. to be the best. He wanted to be the one. He wanted to be in control of everybody else right. with those powers so to do bad. this facility, you know, housed the 107th Battalion. As you may recall, Bucky was housed Bucky with was, the 107th Battalion. Bucky was saved. Bucky was, was saved. Alive. You know, Steve got his, his, his childhood friend back. Right. He's, so um, he's got his mojo back. Right. He, he's doing what he wants to do. Got his friend back. Well, now that they, like, succeeded in this mission and he saved all these people... He goes on so many more missions, and actually, yeah. he like memorized a map for where all the hydro facilities were. So he's like taking them, knock them out, taking names. one, two, right? You know, right. one, one guy, one. Well, he has a whole shield. team. One guy, one shield. He has a whole right. team with, with him, the whole howling team. commandos. The howling commandos, and and even one person was like, "Can you do this?" He was like, "I've knocked out that one person two hundred times." Right. Referencing so. back to his Bond days. <laughs> right. Um, so. Yeah, so this is where we have the Howling Commandos. They come in. They're big yeah. help. They, you know, they they're they're, they're all really like specialized in their own yeah. thing. So right. they all all get into this when they when they find the Red Skull. Big fight ensues here, um, and they try to overtake. Which Cap and all of his friends try to overtake this train. That's yeah. housing a lot of their weapons, and like it are... has Doctor Zola on it, trying to go from one location to the next. Right, right. and and I noticed that Doctor Zola's facial expressions probably indicated that he didn't like what was going on, but he didn't have a choice. I mean, yeah, you, you because, kind of because Hail Hydra, you kind of dig dig that ditch, right? And then you're stuck in it. So yeah. when they finally overtake this train and they get into this fight, Bucky and Steve are inside, and there's a couple guards in the train. That Bucky handles. There's a couple robots. No, they were men. Yeah, but they with, were, they like were robotic, robotic things. With robotic things, yeah. In in the train that Steve is trying to take care of, um, and, and one of them has like a big energy blast, and right? It, and it blows the side of the blows train. The side out, of the train out. One of which the cars. fun fact about trains: if you are next to a uh, mountain and you're going around it, and then the side of the train gets blown off, you might fly out. Um, which is what happened to Bucky. R.I.P. Right. R.I.P. Um, at this point, he flies out. Steve tries to save him doesn't unsuccessful sadly right um so yeah so what's then... sad sad or steve's now sad sad steve, steve. Sad, sad, steve. steve. He, sad steve we got small steve small steve and sad steve, sad right. steve. right now and it's sad steve. sad steve you know 
he success he's successful in this mission. They get Doctor Zola. Mm. They have him in custody. Yeah, he wants to get revenge. He, he wants- hasn't eaten the cyanide. He did not eat his cyanide pill because he knew that he was done. Right. And so this is all great for Marvel. Well, not Marvel, but this is all great for the army yeah. in this war. Steve's assisting. They're doing all this fun stuff. They figure out there's a big transport with. Weaponized with missiles, missiles. Well, uh, and stuff that are labeled for cities in the U.S. Yeah, and it's like the big, the big final battle. They're like they because know because they wanted to take out. Well, because remember US they didn't know where that last one was, and Doctor Zola gave him the location because he was like for protection. Because they kind of told Schmidt that you know he's here, he's given us all your secrets, and he's like for protection I'll do this. So he gave them like the the big final base, and it's like in an, in a mountain. It's hard to protect. It's got like one door in probably a couple doors out but it's like super hard to protect so right they're like steve's like why don't we just go up and knock and that's what they and do that's what they did and that's what they do and then they get in there and there's this plane which steve overtakes steve takes the plane it's it's not manned because it's gonna blow up a bunch well, of stuff red well red skulls in red it skulls there's in a couple it. other yeah. little like uh people in it who are gonna right. fly their own little do missile it. thing, yeah, missile you know. thing. But they're all, they're they were all, all just out. so kindly labeled on the they side. They were like, telling them where they were going. Who does that? Well, if you're if I you're draw. organized, the yeah, wrestle. but you should know which number associates with which. You'd bomb. say that. Human have you ever much have you ever ordered the one thing from Amazon and gotten another? That's the number system for you, right? <laughs> so uh, he yes, but they're also German and they were written in English. <laughs> Correct. So. Consistency is key. Right. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, it's probably different in different languages. Right. So they were going for America, so they need to know if anybody found this. It was like, this is the New York bomb. Right. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's in Milwaukee. Too bad. (laughs) So anyway, Steve takes care of all that. He takes care of the people on the plane, overtakes the plane. He is having radio communications with Peggy and he's like, it's not looking good. Uh, oh, well, the whole thing, before we get to that part, because there's another big scene, so the Red Skull and him are fighting, and they, oh, they fight completely, yeah. and he takes, Steve hits the thing where the Tesseract's being kept, right? and he, like, opens it up, and the Red Skull touches it, and all of a sudden, woof, in space, yeah. we don't know where he went, we don't he's know. gone. Have any idea? And the and the tesseract audio fell, <laughs> fell through. That's Spanish. But first thing, you <laughs> would just want to like grab it just to make sure it doesn't. But also, I was like thinking, he saw a man shoot into space after touching it. Probably why he didn't was like, right. oh, so probably should let, let this go. So if, he just let it fall. If and I, it fell out of the plane. If I looked at anything, and we were, you know, if I was with another person and they touched something and then disappeared, not touching that. Well, not that is that, that is, is not my thing to touch. Like that thing. Ain't happening. No, not for and that's me. Exactly what, not a that's exactly what. That's exactly what Cap said, and and he just let the Tesseract fall. He's out like, of the plane. you know he's what? Like, you know what? Don't need it. That's better somewhere else. Right. <laughs> so as he's trying to fly this plane uh, that he cannot control, um, he's like, Peggy's not looking good. Um, and then they really sadly make a date for the next week to go dancing. Because um, they were supposed to go that night, but that didn't happen. Well, because he was, he said there's there's no way to put it down. Right. There's no way to put this down safely. I can't, like, I'm in the oh, We don't have time. I'll put call, it in the ocean. And she was, you know, Peggy was even like, I'll call Howard Stark. We'll get you. Because you know, he's, he's the like, best no civilian pilot we know. Right. And and there was no time. So he did the best he could, and he landed it. Um, in the ocean. In, in the Arctic. He went through the ice. Um, lo and behold, you know, at the beginning of the movie, they found this ship. Um, they were amazed. They were amazed that they they found it. Uh, and then, then we we open up 
We open at the close. We open at we the open at day. The, yeah, oh, my God. We close at the open. We are not doing National Treasure on here. No. Why not? <laughs> anyway, so they, they end up... So they, so they find Cap that had been frozen for all those years. Now, mind you, when they found this, it was 2011. Yeah. So it was almost 70 years... Post-World post War II. World War II <laughs> that they found Cap frozen... In the Arctic. Yeah. And he's been frozen that entire time, and now he's awake. They woke, yeah, they awoke him. Well, and he's still... <laughs> they poked the bear, yeah. He is will. here to chew gum and so, take names, right. and he is all out of gum. Right. <laughs> so he's only taking names. So they have him in this... That big 40s, chew doesn't last. <laughs> 40s-style hospital room, and they have, like, a baseball game playing, and also, he wakes up. Also, things I was thinking about this watch-through. There are so many games between 1945 and 2011. They could have picked any other one. Any other year. Or they could have just one. picked they one from, like, 1947. Literally could have picked the right. day after he went into the... Literally. Well, literally. So, they did take a hiatus of baseball when World War II was, like, in its prime. Yeah, but there was there was another... Right. Well, I'm saying, like, 1947. We'll 1947. Make we'll him think explain. he's... Two years. We'll explain what happened. So he's in this hospital room, wakes up to the sound of a baseball game on the radio. And he's listening and he's listening, trying to look around, see where he is. Nurse walks in. Nurse walks in and he's like, who are you? And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I was at that game that's on the radio. On 1941. Where am I? What and are we doing? her face was just like, I have her made face a was like, I've been caught out. And mind her you, face she, was like, I was in charge of this. And, she, she, and she, I have made an error. She pushed a button in her little thing. People come in. Yeah. And Steve he throws escapes. them through a wall. Steve escapes. He, he's still strong as ever. Hey, hadn't eaten in 70 years. I wish. R- right. And still <laughs> abs and all. So he I goes wish. to the streets. Goes to the streets. <laughs> finds this man who we know as Nick Fury. Yeah. And I mean, like, well, at this point. He doesn't find point, Nick Fury. Nick Fury finds him. Correct. As, as, as always does with Nick Fury. Yes. You do not find him. He finds, he finds you. you. And if, you, if he doesn't find you. He will. Right. <laughs> so he basically explains, hey, Cap, you've been asleep for 70 years. Welcome home. And he's like all upset. And he was like, what's going on? He's like, I had a date, man. That's the first yeah, thing you think about. Yeah, you if you're date. hot like that, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I've been asleep for 70 years. I that's not a, the fact that there's like, you know, electricity, giant TV monitors. New York no, City is not what he was. I had saw. a date. Right. And that shows you how much love you had for Peggy. But Ugh. I digress. And, and that's, that's the movie. And that's it. And that's it. And then, and then, da 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 So yeah, so that's it. That's it in a nutshell. Well, the end credits, the end credits for this movie, and I think we should talk about those because they're they're kind of a big staple of Marvel movies. But the end credits for this one was basically just a trailer for it was. And I, so we were watching it, and I was like, this is not right. This is a trailer it's for liter- upcoming movies. And literally like, just a trailer for Avengers. Uh, but no, basically in the end credit scene, it's just Cap, you know, releasing some some. Him anger. being told that he is the first Avenger. Correct. Like, we need you on and our he's team. Like, we need your help. Yeah. We're going to save the world. We're building a team. Right. You're welcome. Right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, like that. And then also the other thing I want to talk about, because I think we should talk about this in every movie, is the Stan Lee cameo in this film. Yes. Did you guys catch it? I did. I'm going to be honest. I didn't catch it. So, this. it's right when they were saying um, that... It was right after the scene where he came back with all of the 107th. And he goes and he's supposed to be getting this award from, um, at the White House, I think. I don't remember. But it was from that senator that, like, liked him. He was, like, going to give him an award. And then he's, like, at the ceremony and someone's like, and Captain America. And, like, comes out and it's not him. It's the guy's assistant and he's, like, small. And and Stan Lee's the old general that goes, huh, 
I thought he'd be taller. Oh, yeah. Yes. I didn't I didn't catch that this yeah. time around. Yeah, that yeah. was Stan Lee. Um, well, but yeah, I'm so, usually good at picking them out, but that So in those so yes, that is a good point. But yeah, so that is like we said general synopsis. We went into a lot of detail at the beginning uh, because a lot of that is very important for future movies. And and it was how he's created, you right. know. And you so need to like, really get into that origin yeah. story, but um, again, if this is something you've never seen, definitely go watch it. Absolutely. On go Disney watch Plus, it. go buy it. Walmart, Target, your local convenience. Well, it's also streaming. That's why I said Disney right, Plus. Disney Plus. You can um, buy it streaming. You Correct. can. You, you can, can buy it streaming. That. You can do whatever you we want. Suggest, basically, what we're saying is we suggest you watch we this movie. Because we, what we just gave you is no. That's like, that's, <laughs> yeah. we've seen this at least twice. That was the... Right. So this is a brief overview. So let's, but... let's uh, transition to our next segment. Segment music. Da-da, da-da, da-da. Question time with Soundman Taylor. Yeah, Questions. Taylor has a lot of Sandman. questions. So Taylor, uh, Mr. Sandman, Salmon. watched this movie for the first time today. I did. And you, you had a lot of questions while we were watching it, and we told you to write them down? We will try our best to answer them. I do have a lot of questions. Yeah. But first, I'm, I'm going to say something first or ask a question, I guess. I, like <laughs> That's watching whole this segment. Segment. <laughs> the whole segment. So watch it's it. all I, you, buddy. I, I know who Stanley is. Yeah. Yes. I, yes, I, yes, I yes. obviously grew up. I love Spider-Man. I love... All these things. I haven't seen all the movies, obviously. Um, so a, a big question I think about when I see anything Marvel related. He and I, I looked it up to reassure where he grew up or whatever. He was born in Manhattan and grew up in Manhattan. Stanley, correct? Stanley. Yes. Okay. Um, born nineteen twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Do Do you think that this story is something that he experienced? With people that, like, with the war going on, obviously. Well, I mean... But with people that, like, he based the characters on. Did he see a man, uh, like a Bucky? Was there a Bucky in his life? Well, he didn't write Captain America. He, um... Give me one second and I'll pull that up for you. But he okay. he wrote on some of the Captain America comics, but he wasn't the one that came up with the original yeah, concept. He didn't create the initial Captain he America. Was, yeah, he was working for the comic book company at the time that World War II was happening. That's when like all of his stuff was coming out. Right. Um, Which he has referenced a lot in his work previously. Like he agrees that this was a big turning point mm-hmm. for him because like a lot of his audience was overseas. Right. Because um, uh, a lot of, like, a lot of the not, time... If I'm not mistaken, it was two other creators that... No, so Joe Simon is... Um, so Joe Simon was the writer for the Captain America series. Okay. Um, and Jack Kirby, who's, like, a big artist, he does a lot of the Marvel comics, he was the artist for the Captain America series. Okay. But, so yeah, that was a great question. And the yeah. first one came out. The first Captain America came out in March of 1941. Crazy. So it really was, in like... In the midst of everything. It really was, though. It was, like morale boosting <laughs> comic books these were you know, like they like originally came out because everybody was sick of looking at uncle sam and they're like that man's old i don't relate and they're like we'll give you he looks like abraham lincoln right you, we'll give you reason. steve rogers we'll give you steve rogers you can relate to him right yeah but yeah that is a, that was a great question really good question awesome well i like like i said i'm in the dark about a lot of stuff anyway so yeah I've, i have a lot of notes uh screw the no, no i'm just kidding um, <laughs> throw those out <laughs> let's see i know you said great why movie. Well, I did say why a lot, and that that was because obviously Ken has seen the movie multiple times, and um, anyways, and I'm bad at hiding. She made she made a remark after um, a certain scene in the movie. I gotta remember what it was. Oh, Bucky. Bucky. It was, it was it was after the, it was after Bucky dying? it was no it was after Bucky got rescued, uh, well after Steve Rogers helped rescue them, oh, um, yeah. and he said, "Give it up for Captain America." And I said, man, that makes me sad. I still get chills every time For I think about it. For multiple reasons. Multiple reasons. Yeah. She said, 
Nothing. Because not we're trying, we're trying to keep the spoilers away Be- from him. Because I am yeah. awful at not holding in my emotions. Like when Kels was watching this for the first time, I very much was like, I can't watch this scene. It makes me so sad. And she like would watch it and it'd not be a sad scene at all. And, oh, yeah, and then <laughs> me crying at literally everything. Right. Yeah, so, and I'm like, I don't get it. So this was me. And I think I made a comment too, I think um, when they were making the date plan, obviously, as right. put, you know, trying to take the plane down but or whatever. Yeah, so but that was, I was like, oh, that's sad. In, and I was like, in, I can't tell you what. In answer to your why, because... Okay, that that probably is one of the biggest no, that was It will be answered movie. later to on. To be continued. So, I love the movie. It was a really good movie. Seeing a, a small dude from New York trying to strive, no matter his size or like what people saw him as, he went and he did it. There's always, if, the, if there's a will, there's a way, man. And I love it. I fucking love it. Sorry if I curse. That's um, fine. But, oh, what was I going to say? There was something. There was definitely something on here. Oh, one of the things that aggravated me, in, mm. in a in a big way was Peggy. I don't obviously I've not seen any other movie. Yeah. In Marvel at all. Um besides this one. Watched it today, first time. They bring Peggy in. Very attractive woman. Mm. Very attractive woman. And, and and they're they're kinda together and um when he wakes up seventy years later, she's obviously not there. She could still be alive or dead. Potentially, I don't know. yes. I don't know. Kind of aggravated me. Kind of aggravated you that she was, was in the movie. It aggravated me that she that he had to wake up to that. She's well, I mean that's dead. what happens when seventy years goes right. by. Yeah, she but, wasn't. But he missed question, a lot. So Taylor, is, the best thing my, to do my is, thing is I understand that that happens, but why involve her? Well, just don't. Why was she a part of this? Well, because well, you have to give a lot heart. more. You have to have the heart of why and you're doing this. You have to think of it in the long run. Like yeah. all your all your questions are not going to be answered. Tonight in each movie, exactly. right? Well, this and this is movie one. This is movie one. So uh, yes, twenty three. Right. So while Peggy might not make sense to you as more of like just a catalyst for him to do what he does, be like I'm Steve Rogers and I'm Captain and I'm gonna do this because I love Peggy. and I like Peggy. The right. crazy thing is to me, I saw him as he would do it. He had that will before she was right. Well, and that, that's a, that's a hundred percent a thing. Like he yeah. has that heart. That he exactly. has that and drive. That's why they picked him because they knew he. had But the it. thing is, Peggy is kind of like that. She's the backup. She's, she's the, the every man in this. She's like the kind of person you can see yourself like being like believing in him, wanting to follow this guy. Like his support because he always needs support. And he, I mean, after he loses Bucky, he needs somebody to talk to. So she's there to talk to him and help him. And like she's also pretty kick ass and will fight anyone all the time every day and she i love is, that about her pretty and so piece of advice taylor if you're gonna make a date don't go fly a plane into the arctic yes don't say because you might get frozen for 70 years i think amelia Earhart did that <laughs> she and she never got she married. was married wasn't she like she yeah. she, she was married when she died hey, right? she might be frozen a, a couple years from now who will not find her? She's not frozen. Ice caps melting. They're gonna I'm put her in a pod in New York. Also, pretty sure she like crashed near the Philippines. She so did. there's it no way like, she was, it was frozen. Slow. She could have gone to Antarctica. Oh, that that's fair. That is that is cold. Yes. And if that's the case, she got eaten by a thing. So no big deal. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> right, Anyways, question. any questions? I don't think I do. It awesome. Great, it was a great movie, and I feel like Good. they they. They did their thing on it, man. Yeah, so let's let's segue from there <laughs> into right. our our thoughts. Um, so you guys want to give it like a ratings out of ten? Yeah. So so, so one, this is section two nerds, one novice thoughts. Yeah, section two nerds, one novice thoughts. Um, so let's like out of ten. So one, um, 
One being bad. One, one is my least favorite. Ten is my most. I can't say what my scale is right now because I'm going to get, like... Well, no, no. At, like, this movie on, like, a scale of, like, Marvel. One being just, the worst, ten being the best. Yeah. And, and we're just writing this as a singular movie. We're not writing this as compared a, to others. No. So this is just a singular like, rating. just general movie thoughts. Right. So this, for me, mm. Ken, uh, solid eight. Solid eight. Um, just, uh, it was, you know, good movie. Hit all the points. Um, love a, we love a origin story that fits with the timeline. You know, you'll get that if you've seen other Marvel movies. Um, so yeah, solid eight. I think for me, um, this is Kate. I think, I think it's like a seven, 7.5. Um, I like it. It's good. Um, I also think it kind of like drags at some points. Um, and while I, I think we need like this kind of like insight into like see who he is, like a person and a character, I think they could have done with a lot of like cuts in the middle about like the slower stuff. There was like five or six montages in this movie and really there could have been like three or four. Um, I love this movie. I love Chris Evans. I love the acting and the cinematography is beautiful and the CGI is on point. But there's just some things that could have been cut out. So, yeah, it's like a 7, 7.5 for me. I'll agree uh, with that. It's 7 or an 8. I'm going to go with an 8 because I just, of course, Cap is my favorite. So, I'm going to say 8 out of 10. Like you said, beautifully done movie. Um, but there was some parts that they probably could have, you know, X'd out. But overall, I think it was I think it was a good movie. So, yeah. Solid movie. Um but yeah. yeah, so, and then general thoughts on the movie. Like I said, everybody loves a good origin story that fits, you know, we've got, we've, if you know Marvel, and if you don't know Marvel, you're about to, um, they'd like to do slow reveals. So it'll be like, here's this person, 14 movies later, here's their origin story. Um, so I always enjoy a good full circle Tell origin. you, tell you as it's happening yeah. type of thing. Instead well, of me being like, hi, this person. Okay. Don't know where they came from, but hello. Well, and I kind of like how, like, this story doesn't treat you like you've never seen a superhero movie before. You've seen a superhero movie before. You know this is an origin story. We know what we're in right. for and that's And that's exactly, I think that's why I raked it so high. Like, Captain America is not my favorite Avenger. He's not my favorite Marvel character. Not even close. But on the scale, I ranked it so high because it is just a general, this is a superhero movie. Enjoy. And just kind of, like, deal with it. Well, my other thing is, like, for this movie specifically, like, Marvel has an issue of, like, same versus same. Um, so, like, the main character is usually fighting a villain who's exactly like them. And that's not really what we get here. Like, we get... And this is real, like, real life stuff. Yeah, like, like this is, in like, in the real, middle of the war. Yeah. Like, this was, this was real danger. You know, so it's like people of that time. It's, you know? And it is somebody who's, like, similar to Captain America, but, like, lesser. And, like... I, I wouldn't classify this as same versus same because, like, there is such a difference between them. There's, like, I don't think Red Skull matches, like, uh, strength or... Like a chemical level. Right. Yeah, like, right. he doesn't he doesn't match that same power as some of the other villains we're going to get into definitely do match on that right. same thing. And it's it kind of gets, like, monotonous, and I like that this one's kind of different. It gives you a little bit of a different flow to things. Yeah, it's a solid in and out kind of situation where it's like yeah Cap like Captain America can totally take this guy 
this stupid guy with the red face. No issue. But got then when you. you put him up with his like all of his technology and everything he's learned, right. you got like more of an issue. Right. Right. And now that he's seventy years later, this technology about to get dope. Right. He's missed out <laughs> on all the advancements that we had in the last seventy years. So yeah. So we'll see that. Um, all in right. A, in a few movies. Yeah. In yeah. a few movies. So next up. So yeah. Next on the. Chronological list. list. So next chron- Captain, Marvel. Captain Marvel. We're gonna get all the captains out <laughs> of the way. Captain America, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. We're gonna get them all out of the way. We just we don't knock them out. We want to do two powerhouses. <laughs> so like bam, bam. initial thoughts on Captain Car- Captain Marvel. Captain Captain Marvel. Initial thoughts. Um, okay, I'll be honest. This is one of the ones I just saw. Um, I had seen Endgame. Skipped Captain Infinity Marvel. War. Uh, yes, Infinity War. Skipped Captain Marvel. Straight to Endgame because I didn't care. Um, like I said, in this one, I like an origin story in the correct timeline. I felt like this one fit in the release date timeline for Marvel more than others. So when I fo- saw it for the the first time a couple weeks ago, well, no, like a week ago. Yeah, it was like a week ago. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, so when I saw it for the first time a week ago, the only thing I said was wholly unnecessary. Did not need that. We done been new. Right, uh, <laughs> which we can get into that more next week. Right, but so like those are my I, initial thoughts. Initial, th- I love Captain Marvel. Saw it for the first time a week ago. Loved it, and we'll, like I said, we'll get in. We'll get into the reasons why yes. this week. But so, um, Soundman Taylor, do you want to give us what you think Captain Marvel is about? I know that Captain Marvel is a woman. Good. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I know she is a woman. You know which one? I feel like it's. Uh, I feel like it's super similar. To Wonder Woman of DC, on is that I'm right? Ish. I haven't seen it, but sure. You are. I haven't you seen are, it, but I've, you're I've, close on the same plane, but no. Yeah, you you have all of the parts, but none of them in the right order. Yeah, like you're sitting there and you're looking at it, and you're like, yeah. But this is how he's looking at it. So like, yeah, no surprise. Initial thoughts. Right. We want initial thoughts. Floppy ears. You've never seen this. Floppy one. ears. Four legs. Uh, dog. No, wrong cat. But or bunny. You're there not you wrong. There you go. Yeah, I have you're no idea what You're gonna tell me that I'm wrong. Am I but wrong? Kind of like a, maybe like a, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Something like that. I don't know. Solid. I've, I've never, You'll enjoy it. And here's the thing I was gonna say earlier. Um, uh, like, however many years since 2008, the Marvel movies started coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've not heard one spoiler at <laughs> all. We're in the same. Well, you're, saying, you're not so looking no, for so them. So it's not me like you asking me. I've never seen the movie. Yeah. But like, if I hadn't seen the movie and heard spoilers, I could be like, haven't seen it, but I already know it's this, this. No, and, and that's why I want to ask and you because you've not, you don't have spoilers on it. So I want to like, so crazy to from just the tr- uh, the title, what do you think it is? Probably a basic story, just like Captain America, Captain Marvel, maybe super similar time periods. Okay. Maybe not. General. I don't right. know. Yeah. Well. Dinosaurs might be involved. I don't know. Yeah, I like it. I don't know. Can I go ahead and spoil that one for nope, you? Nope, nope. <laughs> We're going to no say dinosaur. dinosaurs are involved. So anyway. She um, is a dinosaur. If yeah, you Captain would like, Marvel is a dinosaur. If you would like to watch Captain Marvel with us, uh, it is still on Disney+. Plus. You can also find it streaming other places. Blockbuster. We will be watching that. That will be released. Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Hitting, that hitting with that family video. Doesn't even know. <laughs> doesn't even know. But anyway, um, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Two Nerds and a Novice. Thank you so much for listening. Um, please leave us a five-star review. Um, 
or a four star review. Really, anything you want to leave us a five star review. review, like a one review, because somebody will read it. I think we, I think we should read it if people leave us any review. Any oh, well, well, I'm just saying it. constructive criticism. Read it, leave us a review. It doesn't have to be five star. Five star is great. It could be one star if you're just like, hey, I already knew this. Then that's okay. You didn't have to comment, but (laughs) we're glad you did. We're glad you did. So leave us a like. um, Share us with anybody else you think would need some nerd, nerdy, nerdy talk insight. Um, But that's it for this week. I'm Kate. I'm Ken, and I'm the novice Kelf. Bye. Bye.